friends, it's Ruth. I am recording this uh, from my new phone. I've had the most challenging technological week. I had to get a new phone, my computer died, and then I actually ended up in uh, a mall on Black Friday. And when Dante talks about the seven layers of hell, I think he forgot Apple stores in large malls on Black Friday when your work computer dies. So hopefully this works. Hopefully the sound quality is okay. Uh, so today in my class, we started the class in a pose called Crocodile Pose. And I've, I've talked about the Hindu goddess of never being not broken, but I thought it was a good story to talk about today and around the holidays. We, we've just finished Thanksgiving and you know, I don't know how your Thanksgiving went, but even if it goes absolutely perfect, it's still stressful. And now we're uh, on the fast track towards Christmas. So this idea of doing everything right and having everything look great for the family photos on social media, there's a lot of pressure and stress right now to do everything well and to make sure that we look good and that our families look good and that everybody seems happy. And the idea of never being not broken really speaks to the part of us that is always kind of limping along, the part of us that doesn't get things right, the, the parts of our life, of our families that are broken, that aren't whole, that aren't perfect. And these are the parts of ourselves that we want to hide away and pretend that aren't there. And these are not the parts that we post about on social media. And when we deny that, that major part of ourself, the part of us that is, is not perfect, our darker side, the part that struggles, the part that is suffering, that is hurt, and whether it's uh, an inner child version of ourself that is still hurting, whatever version of ourself that is in pain, we tend to deny it and pretend it's not there or give ourselves a really hard time for for hurting and, and not being perfect and not being okay at everything. And we think that, you know, if I could only get it together, and I mean, this is a phrase that's everywhere. Pull yourself together, get it together. And when I get to this point in my life, then I'm going to be happy. When I get through the holidays, well, then I'll be happy. If I can just get this one thing to happen, well, then I'll be happy. If I make a certain amount of money, if I drive a certain car, live in a place, have a certain relationship, wear a certain brand of clothing in a certain size, have my hair a certain color or the lines on my face look or not look a certain way. When I have these things, then I'm going to be happy. But we get these things and we're still ourselves. We're still still not happy because it is not the external that is going to make us happy. But right now, the attachment to looking good and being thankful and you know, ending up in close quarters with people who might irritate us. And irritate might be a, a light, a light way to put it. We might get with people or have to sit down with people or spend time with people who have hurt us or who we uh, really, really don't like that don't want, we don't want to spend time with. And I think this time of year, I mean, it's always important, but I think this time of year, it's especially important to honor all parts of ourselves and not just the parts that look good and shiny on the outside. 
but to take the parts of us that feel broken, that feel like they're not doing good enough, that are hobbling along, to take those parts of ourselves and to honor and nurture them as well, and to find forgiveness, first first of all, for ourselves. When we practice self-forgiveness, it's only then we can actually go about and and forgive others. And when we practice self-acceptance, self-compassion, after we do that, only from that point, can we then go out and forgive other people. We tend to want to skip that point. We want to skip the, the tougher work on ourselves. We don't want to do that. And then we also want to skip the harder work of forgiving another person. And we often end up doing the easy thing, which is feeling resentful to that person. And then when we feel resentful or angry, we can justify all sorts of thoughts. We can start telling ourselves stories about how that person is less than, how that person is one-dimensional in a way that makes our pain and our anger much easier to justify. It is so much harder to sit down with someone and have a conversation with them and still hang on to our our view of them as a one-dimensional being that has been put on this earth to irritate us or to vex us. It's easier to do that with distance and with social media. But getting back to just the version of ourself that that we tend to deny, that we tend to wish wasn't there. Finding finding forgiveness and acceptance there. There's a lot of talk about you're beautiful on the inside. Just let go of these expectations and then then you're going to feel great. Well, that's fabulous. And in fact, that works really well on a t-shirt. You can put that up as a, uh, a quote on Instagram. But actually doing it, the, the cute sayings don't actually cover the actual work of doing this. But the glib sayings are, are fine and great, and they can inspire us into that direction, but they rarely will cover the actual work that will take to do that self-forgiveness, to come to some sort of peace with the parts of ourselves that will always feel broken. It's not like we're going to get to one day where we love every part of ourselves, where we feel that everything is together. We're never not going to be not broken, meaning we are never going to have everything together. As Pema Chodron says, things come together for a moment and then they fall apart. And then they come together in a different way and they fall apart again. And that is the way life is. And the the beauty in that is finding the grace, finding the acceptance, finding the peace and and to accept that that part of ourselves. The poem I read today in class is from one of my favorite books. It's called The Book of Qualities by J. Ruth Gendler. The one I read this morning is called Forgiveness. Forgiveness is a strong woman, tender and earthy and direct. Since her children have left home, she embarked on an extended walking tour, visiting ruins and old monuments, bathing in rivers and hot springs, traveling through the small towns and large pulsing cities, tracing the current of sorrow under the stories she hears. 
Sometimes the city authorities and officials don't want her within their gates. But if the people want her there enough, she always manages to find a way inside. Forgiveness brings gifts wherever she goes, simple ones, a three-stranded twig with leaves turning yellow, a belt she wove on an loom, a little song that grows inside you and changes everything. She brought me a silver ring from the south with a pale stone, pink with a hint of brown. When I had asthma, she taught me how to breathe. I love that poem. The idea of remembering how to breathe, that forgiveness is one of those things that frees up space that we have so we can take a deep breath. The letting go of the attachments we have to perfection, the resentments that make it easy for us to see people as one-dimensional beings that have been put on this earth to irritate us. Finding the space, the forgiveness to be able to take a breath and to be fully present for yourself. And then from there to be present for the people in your life, to be present for the people in the world. That is what forgiveness is. And that is where the journey towards self-love and self-acceptance starts. It doesn't start with a magazine article or a cute graphic that you see on social media. All of this work is an inside job. All of this starts on the inside. So today you don't have to go out and you don't have to figure, figure it all out and forgive everybody. But maybe today you can take a moment to take a breath and to be with whatever pain or whatever broken part of yourself that you have been denying exists. Maybe just take a moment, breathe, and breathe in maybe with your hand on your heart. Hold your hand to your heart, breathe deeply and slowly. Extend your exhale so it's longer than your inhale. And with your hand on your heart, feel its beating. Feel the movement of air and just allow yourself to be. There is nowhere you have to be for this breath. There is nothing you have to do. Give yourself a moment of no expectations. And sit and be. And maybe that's all you do today. Maybe that is the only thing you manage. To take a few breaths with your hand on your heart. And accept yourself as you are. Flawed, human, imperfect. But also beautiful and glorious and strong and all the things that you are. So take that with you today, friends. Speak kindly to yourself. Speak kindly as much as you can to others. I'm Ruth. I'm the recovery coach. Breathe deeply today. Take care of yourself. We'll talk soon. Mm-hmm.